Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Yusuf Dahl, and when I was 18, I was convicted of selling drugs. For the past three years, I've had difficulty finding housing because it is legal in the United States to discriminate against individuals that have a past drug distribution conviction on their record for life. It doesn't matter if it was a hard drug like heroin or a drug that's now legal or partially legal in many states across the country like marijuana. The Thurman Amendment was introduced to the Fair Housing Act in 1988 by segregationist Strom Thurman, and it's since been used to deny housing to all people. But because people of color are disproportionately jailed for drug charges, we are affected more. My goal is to overturn this amendment to start an end to housing discrimination that unfairly targets people of color. If you would like to join this movement, please visit ThurmanAmendment.org to learn more. A message from the Fable and Folly Network. You're listening to The Strata, a Beyond the Dark production. Season 8, Army of One. Part 11. Hear me? Uh, Russ? Where am I? 
It's okay. You're back in the safe house. How are you feeling? Like I've been... run over by that van of yours. Here, up you get... That's it. Easy. How long have I been out of it? A couple of hours. You lost a lot of blood, so we hit you with a couple of stims once we got back here. That really knocked you out. Oh, yeah. It's coming back to me now. Oh, shit. Watch it. That leg of yours took a nice piece of shrapnel. We patched you up as best we could, but it's gonna be sore for a while. That's my fault for standing too close to those splinter grenades, huh? Like hell. You would have been clear if you hadn't stopped to pick me up again. Another goddamn seizure. Don't be so hard on yourself. You still managed to land a couple of those Molotovs, even though you're not in the best shape. I'm a liability around here, see? It's only a matter of time until I get someone killed. You just need some rest. Speaking of which, sorry for waking you up. We're about to get on the move again, and we need you. On the move? Wh what's happening? We've had a few discussions here. After the introductions were out of the way, obviously. Summers and Tenikov don't exactly see eye to eye with Humana and Emily. It's been a bit of a shouting match at times. Yeah, I can imagine. But anyway, everyone's up to speed. We've briefed them on Halliwell, the implants, all that stuff. Now we're moving on to the next phase. Come on, I'll help you. What do you want from me exactly? You're a cop. Can't you call in backup or something? Look, I already told you, I made the call an hour ago. Told my captain everything we know about the implants, the ghosts, and all that other shit. And? Guys, you have to understand. Millicon and the Dockerton PD are separate entities with their own goals and objectives. There's no shared chain of command. So, the cops are useless to us? Even if my captain was able to get through to a ranking officer at Millicon, there's no guarantee he'd be taken seriously. Considering how bizarre this has all become. Did you give them our location, at least? They could use their airships to extract us. Didn't you hear what he said? They're not going to take us seriously. No one's coming. Typical cops. Hey, we took casualties too. I lost a lot of friends out there. Tenikov's station house was one of the first places Carver hit. I saw it happen. It was a slaughterhouse. So let's not pretend civilians are the only ones who have suffered here. I still can't believe Carver's behind all this. I mean, I knew he was dangerous, but this... This is next level. Hey, I tried to warn you. And you, Rust. And neither of you took me seriously. Yeah, the fact that he targeted my station house in one of the first attacks... That probably wasn't a coincidence. Carver can hold a grudge, I'll guarantee that. I'd love to sit here and talk about Carver's motives all day, but this isn't helping, and we're getting off track. Let's talk about how we fixed this mess. Well, it seems pretty clear we're not going to get any more resources down here in Dockerton. We have to assume no one is coming. It's all on us. So what's our next move? We have to reach the tower, the grid node that Hallowell told us about, and install the hardware he's put together. Are we sure it's ready, Halliwell? Yes, the substitute module will do what we need. Once it's plugged in, it'll send the kill command to every ghost in Dockerton, right? That's correct. I made him take me through the programming logic. I'm no expert, but it looks legit as far as I can tell. And what if it doesn't work? There's no other way to stop them. It has to work. I still don't trust this guy. 
from where I stand, I have a feeling he values his ghosts more than actual living people. I'll admit I was conflicted for a while, but since it's now clear there's no other path to salvation, the choice became an easy one. It's either us or them. And the research is worthless if I don't survive this catastrophe. Why am I not surprised this whole thing boiled down to you saving your own skin? As it does for everyone in this room. Don't waste your breath talking ethics to this guy. Let's just figure out how to get to the tower. There's plenty of those towers around Dockerton. Shouldn't be too hard to find one. Let's bring up the map. Okay, here's the safe house. So we have one here, and another here. For the highest chance of success, you should be targeting one of the primary good nodes. See here, these two locations. What about this one? It's way closer. That's a secondary tower. You might get the signal out to some of the targets, but not all of them. So, if we choose the primary tower, it's... What? About ten blocks away? Piece of cake. Not exactly, Rust. Check out these videos that have turned up on the grid in the last hour. Ghosts are starting to pull back around to the towers. I think they know what we're up to. Carver would have anticipated this move. He knows it's our only play. So we load up the assault gear and head over there, then blast our way through. Summers and Tenikov have enough firepower to start World War V. I appreciate your confidence, Rust, but... I don't like our chances against that many targets. We'd have to punch through a lot of bodies, and they'd be coming at us from all directions. But you've got bombs and shit. Can't do it, Rust. Not this way. Okay, so we drive through them in the van. Mow down anyone who gets in our way. We'll be surrounded the second we stop. And aside from that, they've set up obstacles on the streets. It wouldn't be that easy. Shit, there must be some way to get in. What about the zip lines or something? Coming from above. You got those lying around somewhere? Wait a second. Bring up that map again? Okay. Yeah, I have an idea. What is it? We don't come in from above. We come in from below. The underground drainage system leads right up to the tower here. Is it possible to get up through that hatch? It would take some climbing, but... Yeah. We could do it. The underground is like a maze. We'd need a guide. We've got someone better than that. A bona fide pump worker right here. At your service. Yeah, alright. This could actually work. Bring up that overview again. Let's see what we're dealing with. Okay, so we should come up right... here. Inside the grounds of the tower. That would be perfect. Halliwell, where's the interface? The place where the module gets installed. It's on the transmitter, at the top of the tower. See? Up here. So someone has to climb up. And the ghosts will probably notice that. So one of us makes the climb, and the rest defend the tower at the bottom. We could get some good cover right here. Might have a chance of holding it for a couple of minutes. Longer, if we could somehow seal up the main gates. There are a couple of side gates, too. They'll be coming at us from behind. Those are smaller, though. With the right equipment, we could seal them off. Sienna has a couple of plast cutters around here somewhere. Have you used one of those before, Emily? Plast cutters? Oh, yeah. I've used those. So Tenikov and I hold the main entrance while you two seal up the sides. That'll make a nice kill box. Should buy us a few minutes at least. And who's climbing up to the transmitter? I'd offer, but I don't think I'm quite up to it right now. No way. Not with that leg of yours. 
You either, pal. Not in your condition. It has to be Hallowell. He's the expert on the module. No, I can't make that climb. What's the problem? You scared of heights? I won't survive up there. Listen, you've got the easiest job out of everybody. Climb up and stick the gizmo in the slot. It has to be you, Rust. You're doing it, Hallowell. Whether you like it or not. You don't understand. The protective housing has to be removed to get inside the transmitter, and no normal person can survive standing in that proximity. In the past, the technicians who worked on that equipment were forced to shut the whole system down before making the climb. So why not just do that? Shut the transmitter down for a couple of minutes while you're up there. That old equipment can take hours to initialize and recalibrate. That's not a luxury we have. What about if we use some kind of shielding, like a radiation suit or a barrier of some kind? I have no idea where to find that kind of shielding around here, do you? What if we just get it done fast? Surely it can't take that long. Whoever goes up will need to spend a couple of minutes there at least. And I'm sorry, but an unshielded body won't survive long enough to carry out the task. But my body might. That's what you're getting at, isn't it? Yes. With your alloy components, you stand the best chance of survival out of any of us. By far. With all of those seizures going on, no way. Yeah, this is not a good idea. Guys, it's fine. I'll do it. Rust, no, you- I can do it, Jimena. I'll make the climb. But you're sick, and- Didn't you hear what he said? I'm the only one who can survive up there. Yeah, but- If anyone has another plan, I'm all ears. No? Then it's settled. Do we all know our roles? I feel kind of useless, to be honest. If you're up to it, you can help coordinate from back here, see? And someone needs to look after Carlita. Would it be too much to ask? Of course, Jimena. I'll keep her safe. I promise you that. All right, people. Get your shit together and let's go. We've got work to do. I think I've developed a new appreciation for the people who have to work in these tunnels. I'd have been lost ages ago. You start to learn your way after a while. That's not so bad. What's going to happen with all of these pumps being unattended? That can't be good. We'll get flooding in a few days if the workers don't come back. But by then... I'm not sure anyone will be left alive in Dockerton to care. Any news from Sienna? What's happening up there? You won't get any comms down here. Another one of the joys of working in the underground. I don't like being blind for this long. Well, I have good news for you. This is it. The way out is straight up that shaft. The tower should be right above us. All right. Showtime. Okay, listen up. I'll take the lead with Summers. We'll have to get into position fast and pick off any ghosts that are nearby. From there, we need to set up a defensive position behind the two pillars near the entrance. Got it. Ximena, you and Emily need to get to those gates. Seal them up any way you can. If you buy us an extra 30 seconds, even that's worth something. I'll head east, Em. Right. I've got the other one. Hallowell, you stay behind us and help Rust any way you can. Have you two sorted out the procedure? Yeah, uh, once I've got the housing open, I pull back the shielding on the processing unit and then look for the expansion slots. There's, uh, uh, four? Three. 
Right. So I plug this gadget into any one of those slots, and that's it. But how do I know if it's working? The lights will turn green on the module. You'll also see a corresponding light on the slot itself, and that will indicate that the code has been assimilated. And how long till the kill command is sent? It's instantaneous. The instruction set will be conveyed to every implant in Dockerton, rendering the target comatose. From there, death will follow quickly. Okay. I think I've got it covered. Just make sure you keep your headset on. That goes for all of you. The transmitter will scramble comms when Rust gets higher up the tower, but I'll keep in contact as long as I can. <sighs> Sounds like it's about time to start climbing, then. You still got the code I gave you for the top of the shaft, right? Yeah, I've got it. All right, people. Let's move. We're through. Come on. Summer's this way. Rust, give me your hand. Repeat. Are you reading me? Where the hell are you guys? Sienna, what's going on? Oh, finally. I've been calling you for ages. We've been underground. Yeah, well, up here, we've got a problem. A big goddamn problem. What is it? I'm seeing lots of stuff all over the grid about some pretty major events. First, one of the Millicon checkpoints between Midtown and Dockerton was overrun. Overrun? Yeah. Details are still sketchy, but... Does that mean civilians are escaping into Midtown? No! Millicon sent extra troops and sealed it up again fast. It was only open for a few minutes. How did those people even overrun it? That's what I was going to tell you. It wasn't people. It was ghosts. What? Hundreds of the damn things. They overwhelmed the Millicon troops with sheer numbers. Carver's trying to get the ghosts out of Dockerton. I don't think that's it. As soon as the checkpoint went down, the surviving ghosts pulled back into Dockerton. So what's he playing at? That's what I'm worried about, pal. I don't know. Whatever it is, it can't be good. I'm not sure this really affects us. Might not be such a problem after all. Well, maybe you'll like the next one. What now? I think Millicon might have gotten the message Tenikov sent about the ghosts and the signaling system. They're sending those Skycrusher gunships after the grid nodes, blowing the towers to bits. Since when? It started just a few minutes ago. Is that a bad thing? I mean, if the towers can't transmit the signals anymore... Uh, no, no, no. That would be a disaster. We can't allow this to happen. What's the problem? Remember I told you about what happens when the control signaling is cut off. The subjects continue on with the last instructions that they've received. Which means if the towers are destroyed, the ghosts will keep doing what they're doing, tearing Dockerton apart, and no one will be able to stop it. Yes, we have to prevent that at all costs. If this tower is destroyed, Carver wins. Well, if you've got any ideas about how to deflect Skycrusher missiles, I'd love to hear it. We have to install the module and send the kill command before they- Look, over there, above the rooftops. They just blew up another tower. So we could have a Skycrusher show up here any minute. Yeah, the clock's ticking. Those st- 
stupid millicom bastards finally get off their asses to do something, and it just makes matters worse. Our job hasn't changed. We can still get this done. Emily and Humana, you need to seal up those gates. Summers, you're with me. So what are we waiting for? Move out! In position. Covering the entrance. Rust, talk to me. I'm on my way up. Piece of cake. Good luck up there, Rust. Look out! We've got incoming! Eastern flank. Three ghosts right on top of you, Jimena. Shit! I've got him. You're clear. <sighs> Thanks. We've got their attention now. More ghosts looking our way. There, through the front entrance. <sighs> Say again, Rust. You're breaking up, big guy. Can't hear you. Summers, watch it! All over it, Tenikov. Keep your pants on. How you doing, Emily? Almost there. Once you're done, get back with Summers and me and grab a pistol. We'll hold them from here as a last stand. Roger that. You too, Jimena. Yeah, got it. I think that's the first wave taken care of. Nice work. Don't celebrate yet, there are lots more on the way. Rust, have you reached the top yet? He can't hear us. Let me check the scope. Yeah, I see him, he... Oh shit! What is it? We've gotta get a message up to him. Can anyone get through to Rust? Summers, what is it? Rust, if you can hear me, please listen. I just used the scope on the tower and... God damn it. You're not alone up there. Repeat, you are not alone. Support this podcast and hear episodes a week early, ad-free at patreon.com slash beyondthedark. There you'll also find character concept art, behind-the-scenes discussions, and much more, including the complete subscription-only series The Strata, Luna. And don't forget, Patreon provides its own RSS feed link, which means you can keep listening on your favorite podcast app. I hope you have the chance to check it out. Season 8 Army of One Starring Jason Churoi Rhiannon Marshall Eliza Marteja Sam Slade Michelle Mosley David Cook Luke Wheeler Wyatt Henry Zachary Silva Areem Jew Ross Camsell Sean Siegler Jerry Harris Paul Moran Kimberly Cochran Jenna Rose Liz Morey Christoph Lander, Ian DePriest, Kieran Davey, Nicholas Yuen, Patrick Hurt, and Scott Wilkins. Created by Mark R. Healy, a Beyond the Dark production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. 
It's a tale of learning and healing. We've got a whole province going to see one overworked witch in a candy cottage that's been chewed to pieces by the local kids. Of fairies and magic. You're touching the sapphire of assessment! I'm not touching it! I'm just putting my hand near it as I focus my brainial waveforms on it. Stop it! I'm not even touching it! Of struggle against the odds. This is my team. They may not live up to your vision of a perfect, efficient department. They don't live up to my vision of a stampede in a barnyard. Ooh, kingly. That's how you know it's working. <laughs> and now, it returns at last. Alba Salix, Royal Physician, Season 2. Alba Salix, Royal Physician, from Fable and Folly. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or look us up at fableandfolly.com. <laughs>